This, 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 this is mythical. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're still sexing it up in timber. Sex timber episode timber. two. We have asked you. What's on your mind? Hey, well, you want to pick our brains about sex? Let us know. We'll answer some of your questions, some of your voicemails. If you ever want to call us and leave us a voicemail. We know a thing or two about sex. And we'll, we'll listen to it. How many times do you think you had sex? Total? Yeah. I, I don't want to do math. Okay. I don't, I don't want to start thinking about... You want to start keeping up with it? You know, they... I, I'll start keeping a log. I think one of the things we're going to talk about is going to get to... <laughs> Is gonna get to get to some of that, um, like the frequency. I don't know it. if you ever remember being told this. <clears throat> I was told by several folk right when I got married. They were like, "If you take a jar and you put a penny in the jar uh-huh. for every time you have sex in your first year of marriage, and then in your second year of marriage you start taking a penny out of that jar every time you have sex, you'll never empty that jar." And I was like, what? That ain't true. That ain't gonna be true for me. And that's definitely not true for me. Meaning that you have sex more times. More in the, the first year than the second year, or for the rest of your They said your your cup for the rest of your marriage. What was the point of that? I don't know. Penny save is a penny earned. I don't know. I don't know what the point was, Link. I think the point was they were saying that you have a lot of sex when you first get married and then it tapers off very quickly. And I uh, did not find that to be true. I mean, I mean, I had a lot of sex when I first got married because we hadn't had any before that. Right. So and we were like, we kind of kept had a lot having a lot of up. sex. Uh, <laughs> I I don't remember how much sex we had in our first year of marriage. I I do know in general, our first year of marriage was difficult. There's lots of things you're adjusting it, to. I wasn't good at it. I'll tell and you that right now. But like, I mean, but, but I was just having it. I just mean real. Just you expand to everything relationally. I wasn't good at marriage either. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wasn't. You know, I had to figure out how to how to live with another person, and not only just be with another person sexually. Right. So I have to think there were there were lots there was there was a there was a lot to navigate, and that leads to sometimes not having sex. But maybe now we could get jars and and maybe you know what? Hey, listen, let's not get pennies. Let's yeah. do quarters. No, let's do silver dollars. And then for a year, we put a silver dollar into our individual jars, you know, our, the family jar, the McLaughlin family and the Neal family. And then whoever wins at the end of the year gets all the, 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 the money. In the jars? And then uh, we take it out. We go, we go on a big dinner. And it, it doesn't make sense for us to go on a double date and then use the, all the quarters to pay because I think – the person who loses has to pay for dinner, and the person who won just gets to 
do whatever they want to with the money. Well, because this is definitely and absolutely a healthy exercise, <laughs> I am totally in. Like, we are going to turn our sexual frequency into a competition. A competition. Jenna, do you want in on this? No. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, uh, no. I don't either. I, I, no. This, is, this is right in line with the first tweet, so I'm going to read it. From Lizette, would you rather have quickie sex every day for the next year for less than 30 seconds? That, that's Lizette's uh, definition of quickie sex? Less than 30 seconds? That's real quickie. Good gosh. I mean, what is the actual? That's super quickie. That's not, it's too. That's like gorilla. Gorillas have sex real fast. Okay. I guess because they got to protect everybody. It's like, it's just like a, a medical injection. And I believe that gorillas. Uh, penis is very, very small compared to what you would think. Okay. I mean, the penis is really, really small on a gorilla. Like, I mean, that's what I've heard at least. I don't like it when you say penis. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and anytime a guy wants to do anything, I'll just be like, um, but tell me about your penis. <laughs> you love it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think, yeah. It's, I well, think it's, a, it's slightly emasculating in a yeah, fun way. It's a technical oh. term. It's a technical term. Penis. Penis. <laughs> If it was penis, it would have two E's or, or another, an A, E-A, penis. It's penis. Uh, so would you rather have sex every day for a year and it be a quickie? It's every day. 30 seconds And I, I'm going to define a quickie. A quickie is like, to me, is... Insert, thrust, come as fast as you can. Yeah, but what's the... Uh, when I think of a quickie, I think of that being... ITC. 13 minutes. Okay, okay, maybe Mr. Big Shot. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, dude, have you ever- Nine minutes? Have you ever seen a movie? I'm talking like, I, okay, I'm talking well, about- they edit movies. Hold on, but I'm, what a quickie is just like, what, what, what is the starting point in your 13-minute affair that you're talking about? Okay, here? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm talking about I'm like, not talking about throw, I'm talking about like, from the moment of, that, you get, uh, that you get naked. So there's an alignment that has to that take, that well, takes some time. How long does that take? <laughs> I, what I'm saying is that like you're in a library. I, I, well, no, you're not in a library. You're in your own personal library. No, no, like I'm thinking this. about like a movie. You're in a library after hours, right? And then well, it's not 30 seconds. We agree on that. You lock eyes with someone, and then the next thing you know, like you're passionately kissing, and then then all then within within 30 seconds, you're naked. Yes. It's in there. When does the time start? When it when it's in there or when the clothes come off? I'm saying or when you start making out. First of all, I have to I have to concentrate to last a long time. Like it's not I mean, it feels so good. Well, yeah. And so what I'm saying is if I if if I am if it I wasn't saying 13 minutes of like in well, and outs. Well, okay, but what is the rest of it? If we what how long are you thrusting in a quickie? I can get the, I could get it done okay. Uh, uh, okay. up against the wall in Four less minutes. than a, less than a, I could get it done in less than a minute if I needed to. Yes, I I could. I know I could. Well, I could. I definitely could. And when pressed, I might be. I, listen, I can go gorilla mode if you need me to. You know what I'm saying? If we're being hunted, uh, <laughs> if this is an end of the world kind of thing, and I'm the one that's been it's been put on my back to repopulate the planet, which would not be possible because I've been snipped. I'm just saying, and I got to be real fast. I'm on watch. You know what I mean? I might be able to get it done in less than 45 seconds. I, I guess where I was coming from is I don't... 13 minutes. What are you trying to prove? I don't like... You know what I was really thinking was, I don't... 
I don't think we really have quickies where it's just for me, basically. Well, yeah. And that's, I guess that's what, so I guess we don't have quickies. Okay, okay. This is, so sidebar conversation. So my wife and I have uh, an understanding, and that understanding, I would say, includes the vast majority, and I would say at least nine out of 10, maybe nine, probably more realistically, 19 out of 20 times that we have sex. It is, she comes first. Yeah. And then that 5% or less is reserved for what we would call a quickie in which if, if she's going to come, she comes first every single time. So a quickie in our relationship is defined by she knows I'm just going to, I'm just going for it. Yeah. And I, in those I, cases. I, I don't like, and okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, hold on, uh, you're gonna try, you're gonna try, Mr. 13 minutes, and, uh, and you're about to say, I don't like doing that. Oh, come on, you don't like doing that? Is that what you're about to say? Of course, that's why 95% plus of the time, because I want her to experience the joy of sex. But if if she's like, okay, we don't have time, or I'm not, I'm, it's fine, I, we're about to go to bed, and I know you really wanna have sex right now, it's an understanding, she doesn't make me feel bad about it, what I'm saying is that in those cases, because we have a an ongoing conversation about this, I really enjoy it because I'm still having sex. I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it, but I don't think, I just, I just don't prefer it. So I'm like, you know, I'll just wait. Okay. That I mean, sounds that's like just, a different conversation. Yeah, that's just, that's what it is. It's like, for me, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It just feels... I, just, I don't prefer it. Honestly, for me, one of the things that I talked about in the last episode was that that animalistic. There's an animalistic element to it. We are animals, and this at our core is sort of almost defines what humanity is. You know what I'm saying? It's just like all of life, you know, is just propagating itself. I, I like the animalistic thing. But, and what I'm saying is that in those cases, I don't cases, consider that a quickie, like a, a, a totally one-sided quickie. I'm just I'm I'm saying that specifically just not something that like I prefer. But like yeah, if there's something where we're I didn't both say still I into preferred it. it. I, I'm not talking about you at all. Don't be defensive. I'm just saying I'm not saying I I'm prefer just saying it. my thing. But yeah, but what I'm saying is that to in, in in my mind that's like it's like a it's like a it's again, it's just like we are in the wild. We are in the jungle. Anything could happen. Somebody could sneak up on us at any time. We got to fuck. I'm just saying that's a special circumstance, and I just think maybe you should look into and just enjoying it, and and not if it it doesn't need to become a regular thing the majority of the time, and obviously only if your partner agrees. But I'm just saying that like I feel like this conversation is set up to make it seem like I'm being selfish because I enjoy a very occasional quickie, and I'm saying that I don't see it that way. Well, first of all, I'm not setting up any conversation, so get, <laughs> get over yourself. Like, I'm, not, I'm just saying that that could be how this could be interpreted. Okay. So you're saying that you wouldn't enjoy it? If I, I just don't like, I mean, you want to both be into it. Like an, a quick, and a, like, I, I, I haven't had a good definition of quick. I haven't, yeah, none of this. You started with 13 minutes. Right, because I've been thinking something totally different. So what were you thinking? That we would still, that she would still come first. Okay, but I think that Lizette but I and agree I that that's and not, most people yeah, were probably yeah, yeah. thinking I understand that. for less than 30 seconds, 
is a one-sided quickie. So for me, maybe in this scenario, I, so obviously we haven't even got the other we have the yeah. part of the would you rather. I, I will just say some people do like uh, like I will say from a, a, a perspective of someone who has has been in that situation. I don't. I think quickies can kind of be fun. I'm like, look at me. I'm so hot. He he got done real quick, and and it was in conversation beforehand that we didn't have time for you know, and then my needs came later. So I, yeah. I'm just saying, like the the. I wasn't trying to poo poo any. People, the, I wasn't trying to poo poo a quickie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll, re- I'll just admit that I had the wrong. Like a very narrow, completely one sided. Yeah, and, the, and the, like having sex with a. Like with a with a mannequin, I guess what I'm saying, and the reason, and here's the reason, I don't know why, and here's the reason, <laughs> that's where my mind went. And well, and here's the reason I said, haven't you seen a movie? Is because, and listen, first of all, movies are a really bad depiction, off, often, almost always, male centric view of sex. But what I'm pointing out is I don't that watch a lot of movies. And, yeah, but like, when was the last time? Most of the movies, especially the movies we saw as kids in the 80s and 90s, it was a one sided quickie where the dude came in the in like two minutes. It's not. It's not a great thing, but I'm saying that there are moments of passion where the time that is required to go into what I would consider the 95 percent, you know, mutual enjoyment, going at a certain pace, sex. I'm just saying that there's a there's a little window in which is a kind of a different experience, and I'm just taking a. I'm not taking a stand. I'm just. I'm giving a shout out to the quickie. But the question is, would you rather have that every day for a year or? Have passionate, uninterrupted, earth-shattering soulmate sex for a full twelve hours, but only once a month for the next year. I would definitely. Well, first of all, listen. I'm sorry that I was thinking the wrong thing about quickies and implying anything about anybody. Uh, but my choice here is is very much have the long thing once a month because to me this comes down to frequency anyway there's like a level of like how often do you want to have sex like where if that's your libido level or whatever you call it you know well clearly i think i mean my answer is is the second part part two once a month uh passionate sex especially if those were these are literally the only two options right now if if it was what would i as an individual not considering my wife enjoy i mean a 30 second quickie every single day to close the day down would be a really enjoyable experience just from a f- total physical release standpoint i think but it, would it wouldn't get, be it would it get wouldn't, old it wouldn't be emotionally fulfilling it would get kind of mechanical but the thing is for is me the thing about this question that i think lizette is like i feel like i'm tracking with you lizette because what you've done is you've created two very wild extremes right 30 second sex every single day is a wild extreme even if I'm in gorilla mode, I don't know if I can pull it off. Yeah. But at the opposite end of the extreme, tw- a 12-hour sex session. Well, now, Mr. 13-Minute Quickie over here may be ready to sign up for that. <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to speak. 12 hours is a long I'm time. I'm going to speak for the normal folk and say, that's a long fucking time to have sex. And so I think that there is this idea that is put, I'm going to say it. There's an idea that is put into people's minds uh, often put into women's minds through, you know, romance novels and the like, <laughs> that uh, if your man is a real man, then you're going to be, like, when he has sex with you, it's going to last, like, it might start at 7 p.m., and it's going to go till 4 a.m., and he's going to ejaculate six times, and you're going to have multiple orgasms, and I'm like, okay, I'll just be, listen, I can't do that. I am incapable of doing that. 
even if I would even if I would like to do that, uh, by the by the fourth time, I would just be ejaculating dust. Do you know what I'm saying? So I be- don't believe that I would be capable of doing that. And so I just feel like that that extreme. Now, if you're talking about it might be blood, because it says soulmate sex for a full twelve hours. Sex for a full twelve hours. That's impossible. You might be able to have a sexual encounter that stretches over a half a day, where you never put your clothes back on. Well, you're definitely making it sound like torture. But uh, twelve hours is too long. Yeah. I, uh, so what's the I, so I guess what's the ideal? Because we both agree if we had to we had to choose, we're going to do the one where our wife gets to come once a month. <laughs> of course, that's what I'm going to choose. But what's the ideal length? Oh, length, Neil. The ideal length. Um, like if you're designing the night, I think there's two different. And foreplay is not included in this time scan. I, Foreplay is important and foreplay is necessary, but foreplay could literally be a text that you do in the morning where it's just like, I can't wait for tonight. No, I'm saying once you start the session. Once the section starts. But but foreplay can be part of that. I'm saying in this scenario, I'm saying that this is once you're in the bedroom, the door is locked, the music has started, and there's sexual, physical things that are beginning to happen. Which can be... And the foreplay, right? The actual, and I'm saying in the bedroom foreplay, and I'm saying in this, and I'm talking about this is a normal encounter in which, in my typical encounter, there is one ejaculation from me. Yes, uh, absolutely. Okay, my refractory period uh, has increased as I've gotten older. Uh, so twice in a day, I have done it. I do do it. The second time can be hard to pull off sometimes. I haven't tried that in, in quite a while, but like uh, I think I would need to. There would need to be like some sort of. Uh, I got to really gear up for that. I think there might need to be a bribe involved. Right. Like, yeah. Like a like a suitcase full of money. So what's the ideal time for from your perspective taking into account sort of the, uh, the your the preferences of your partner from beginning of sexual activity to your ejaculation which of course is after her orgasm. Uh um we're starting with a 13 minute ba- base <laughs> Quickie baseline. So I'm expecting a very high number. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a, it's like 15 I, minutes. <laughs> I'm I, sure I've already range. said that. Like I didn't. I wasn't. I, my answer wasn't for a, a a quickie. I didn't know what a quickie was. Okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Damn. Um. It depends on which mode I'm in. Like in just a normal. It's, it's a mode. weeknight. Ideal mode. No, but not like romantic getaway like we were talking about last week. Okay, this normal, is life, like, normal, normal life. Normal life. Normal life mode, ideal amount of time, in my mind, is uh, 29 minutes. Okay. And I was, I was hoping, or less. I was hoping you were going to say less than 30 minutes because you were going to make me feel bad. Well, clearly, I've been doing that the whole time. Now, here's the thing. I want to be better at this. I want to be more patient. Um, I want to stretch things out. Well, that's probably a bad. Do you phrase. want to? You're saying uh, I would she like wants to you stretch to stretch the time out. <laughs> she. Um, <laughs> um, no, we talk. We we talk about like this. First of all, Jesse and I have a very satisfactory sex life, and we're very happy. But if we were to sit down and, sh- and I were to say, these are the things that I want more of from you, and she were to say, these are the things I want more of from you, one of the things on her list would be, I want you to go slower and take your time more often. 
Um, and so, because for me, like, I, you know, one, I think I talked about this in one of the previous sex timbers, but you know, I, I've made it clear that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the cunnilingus. Uh, that is a normal part of our process. And I, I mean, sometimes I just want to start right there. And I know that's too much. That's too, I mean, it's too much for her sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. there should we, I should kiss other things first. And, uh, and I recognize that. Um, like her and, mouth? And, and, yeah, yeah, like I should kiss her mouth first sometimes. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and I do, I do, I do that. Okay. Uh, but so I would say that, my ideal time taking into account what I know that she wants and what I know that I want. And I'm kind of using like music to, is, is that's one way to know how long things have been going? Like how many songs have played? Yeah. And I have noticed that there's sometimes where it's like, oh shit, we're only on the second song. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this, I think this was, I think this was a seven minute encounter. Yeah. Um, Cause sometimes things can happen very quickly for her as well. Um, depending on a number of factors. But I would say that typical, I would say typical is probably 20 minutes, and I would say ideal, I, I was going to say half an hour. So we're, I think we're on the same page until uh, in what we actually want it to be. But then there's also... I think she Jesse would want it to be more. She would be pushing, she would be pushing for 45 minutes. Yeah, we're more, I mean, we're more on the same page. It's like, it's both, if we both get the experience we want, I mean, it's more... It's, we're kind of results-oriented more than process-oriented, I think. And so we're pretty much, and we're like, you know, we don't like to compromise our bedtime, you know? Yeah. Really, yep. you know, some, sometimes I'll brag about uh, getting it done, and then it's like, look, it's, it's, it's not even 9.30 yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I have legitimately celebrated that. Yeah, that, that, that's a big factor. That's a like, big factor. It's like every, like, we've checked all the boxes and including the last big box, which uh, is the juiciest box of all, yep. and that box is keeping my bedtime. Uh, okay. I, you know, so we, we've literally celebrated you that. You were making a box joke, though. I was. Okay. And um, so I think we're more on the same page on that front. The other part of it is f f frequency. You know, and I think that that this question kind of brings up part of that too. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like like being on the same page about these things. I think that uh, you know, there's it, it's I can it kind of goes in waves, right? For me, sometimes, and I correlate it to like you know just energy level, stress level. Yeah. I it, sometimes I could go weeks and be like, you know what? I just I don't I don't have any drive. Mm -hmm. I have noticed that it's cyclical, and we go in and out of it. So, like we 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 ride the waves, yeah. but um, so it's it's actually hard to say what a frequency is. You know, on a monthly basis, I would say more on a a monthly number versus a weekly number in terms of like what my what my desire is. But it's probably um to. And I'm trying to be really re realistic here. Two times, like one point. If it's one point, I think if it's one point seven times a week, what's that times four? Four, five. 
Like That's seven, all. Like seven times you a know? month, maybe. Yeah. Um, I I agree about it coming in waves. Um, and it, it, can, it can be dependent on how busy you are, how stressed out one or both of you are. Um, do you find yourself first of all going like what I said? Like you, like there's a stretch of time when you just you don't have um, much drive. I would say it's funny because I would say that to me there is a and I remember I remember somebody telling us this right when we were about to get married. Um, Mark told us this. He was like, sometimes it can fit, it can kind of sometimes. It's hard to, you're not going to understand this until you get married, but sometimes it can feel like working out. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel like something you, you know, you have to do. You know, you'll feel good afterward, or in this case, during. It's, it's the, a loose analogy. But, but the choice to begin to do it might be mind over matter. And uh, the thing that, because the vast, and, and actually, this is a conversation that Jesse and I have, I, I've had, and I think actually led to this like acceptance of this. Uh, infrequent frequency of the quickie thing because I would tell her, I was like, to be honest with you, I kind of always want to have sex. I mean, there, there's, I I, I kind of always want to have sex. And that, maybe this sheds light on on that quickie conversation um, earlier, but yeah. Like 75% of my waking hours, and I don't know about my sleeping time, but I assume I have, you know. Is with an erection. Wet dreams and things. 75% of your waking life, you have a heart on. No, 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 no. Not anymore. I'm not 14. Uh, 75% of my waking life, I'm ready to go. Do you know what I mean? And, and I, but, I, but that doesn't translate into having sex every single day uh, because I want the vast majority of our encounters to be something that is enjoyable to her, and she wants a certain pace, and she wants me to perform into in a certain way and mm -hmm. right and be and be there for it and be for there for the sensual uh equal experience and sometimes i'm just like i want to have sex but i don't necessarily want to sign up for this half hour encounter right now because i kind of yeah. just want to read this book and go to bed but yeah i do want to have sex but i'm not going to ask for it because I don't want it to be a quick because I don't want that frequency to get above whatever five percent. But you're still so. But I'm saying I still want to do it. Uh, but that doesn't mean it. Tra it translates into the super high frequency, right? I don't I'm know what the frequency desire. is, but I'm talking about des like desire on your part. Because I'm saying the desire to have sex is is a, on one level, and then the de de the desire to actually begin the process of having sex is like requires a next level of intention. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And there's, you know, I've heard of people saying, uh, of course, people have all different types of sex drives. And, you know, if you're in a, um, a relationship with somebody, it's like you, there's, there's going to, most likely there's going to be some level of misalignment you're not going to be in like lockstep with each other mm -hmm. so there is you know it, it's cool to hear that like you talk about it and like and you meet each other's needs and stuff like that um and it it kind of helps with like the the quickie thing because without talking about it i mean my sort of experience with other um with other couples and this things i i hear and pick up on you mm -hmm. know is that 
it is not uncommon at all for for married couples or just you know couples who are to, been who live together and have been together for a while. Uh, for like it's kind of easy for these barriers to just get locked in place, and it can be very very difficult for them to get dislodged. Right. And so then you can find yourself right. going weeks, going months, going right. fucking years, yeah, without having sex because not because you don't want to, but because now it's gotten awkward, you know. Um, and so I thankfully I haven't had to to deal with that. I'm sure there are some couples who are like that's just who we are, and we're happy and whatever. It may not be they even desire that, but I would say that if there's one or both people in the if partnership yeah. that want to be having more sex and there's there is a, that misalignment it's, just, it's all about having a conversation about it you're like oh you've been that's what you've been thinking you haven't been approaching me because you've been expecting me to do this or you never know what will happen to you just it's much easier to begin the conversation than it is to re-engage sexually sometimes yeah i've also heard about this thing called fuckuary it's uh, like let's have sex every day February? of the month of february or pick any month or any period of time and uh, I thought, Fucktober. you know, we, we talked about doing that, but that was just like, I mean, if I'm saying, you know, less than two times a week is, is, is fine by me. It's like, that's just kind of forcing an issue. It, it sounded like an interesting experiment in my head. But then it just, like I said, I would be afraid that it would become too mechanical. But then, well, you know, but the I've thing is, of, is, I think it wouldn't. I, uh, I think that's the. I don't know what. Well, that kind of gets into this other question, which is, you know, uh, kind of poopy rocket man <laughs> asked how goofy is goofy missionary, <laughs> which goofy missionary, I believe, is just a term coined by Trevor during the oh. Smosh roast when he invented the rumor that all I liked was missionary sex, <laughs> uh, which I, listen. Did he say goofy missionary? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't think missionary is goofy at all. I think it is a great sexual position. It is not my favorite sexual position, okay? Uh, but I would say it is potentially the most frequent sexual position. Um, there's alternatives. There's You can mix up, you can make missionary goofy, which maybe is what Trevor was getting at. <laughs> because if you're just picturing like a Ken doll and a Barbie doll like flat on top of each other and somehow the the penis is being inserted into the vagina. Okay. Like, that's not what missionary <laughs> Jenna's face. <laughs> that's not what uh, missionary is, as far as I'm concerned. There's 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 ways to make that more interesting. You can you can put yourself up. I think that maybe that's called something different. On on your hands and the legs can go straight up in the air. The, you know, the, your partner so can be if, folded into the shape of an L. You know, there's there's lots of things that happen in that orientation that I have explored thoroughly. Yeah, I like a little origami, a little human origami. Uh, uh, so I basically, I think what I'm saying is that it can get kind of goofy. And I was a missionary for a while, so yeah. I really deserve. And you are to, goofy. Yeah, at to, times. to own that. But it lets you be more inventive. That's what having sex every single day would do. Mm -hmm. It would point out the places where you've gotten to paint by numbers. Which is something yep. that I'm sensitive to, and Jessie is definitely sensitive to. You know, she wants it to be, you know, e even though we have a pretty, uh, like like I said, it's very consistent. Like, she's going to have her time. I'm going to have my time. We're going to have our time. 
people are going to feel fulfilled and they're going to get what they came for. But if it kind of follows these few steps every single time, it can be like, all right, let's let's change it up. And, I, yeah. and so having sex every yeah. single day, I think, would force you to figure that out. Um, whenever there's there's many times that when we're in the act, and then I'll say, what you know, we'll both say because like we we're both in that place where it's like we're you know. Her, her, she's not like, I want to have sex more. She's not there. So, like, we're closer in terms of our drive. We hear about people who are like, do it every day, and we're like, damn. I feel like I should feel bad, but, like, hey, there's, you know, I don't need, we don't need to compare ourselves. But then I do, I, I like the idea of having sex, and, boy, whenever we're doing it, like, I've said out loud many times, why don't we do this more often? Yeah. It's like, why did we wait so long since last time, we did this. It's like when you go to the beach. It's like, God, this is wonderful. Like, oh, we're so don't close. Don't you agree? Why don't we just go here more often? And I'm like, and like, I'm just like, you know, it's just like when I'm on vacation, I'm planning the next vacation. I do that with sex. We're having sex, and I'm like, let's, let's make sure we do this again tomorrow. <laughs> I've literally said that. It's like, typically we're going to do this again tomorrow. Typically on vacation, the everyday... Oh yeah, it's not, it's not. It's not the bench. No. It's not the benchmark necessarily. But I'm not talking about being. I'm talking about normal at home. No, I, I've said many times, like, and sometimes I've been like, before we finish, let's agree, let's agree that we're going to do this again tomorrow. <laughs> and then, I mean, everybody, <laughs> we're all in agreement at that the moment. The thing is, is that you do that for like everything that you enjoy. You're, you, if, if you're enjoying something, you're asking anyone who's there to agree to do it again, which I really appreciate that. I do feel like I benefit from that, <laughs> but it does feel a little yeah. bit uh, like a, like a, an attorney. Yeah. Like, can we agree it's, right now to do this again tomorrow? Yeah, it's not the most passionate exchange. Let's do this again! Um, yeah, I, uh, the... Then I get a, a sip of water. Or guzzle of water. There's plenty of things I do during sex. I think that drink water, negotiate the next time we're going to have sex. The bedtime thing is a big factor. And I actually think that I am more of a, hey, I want to get, no, I'm not a 930 man. I don't know how the hell you do that. I wish I knew how you did that. Uh, I'm a, I'm a 1030 is my target. Okay. 11, 1130 is my reality. And, um. Now Jesse and I've told her, I've told her this a million times. I was like, anytime, anytime, with almost no exception, if I decide that I, for whatever reason I'm staying up later because I'm working on something or I'm reading something or I'm watching something, when it, when any of the many reasons that I may not go to bed on time, she'll always still be up. She'll always still be up. It's like the woman doesn't need sleep. It's like it's almost like. She might be an alien who doesn't require sleep, mm -hmm. but is reminded, oh, I need to act like I have to sleep because I'm playing a human. <laughs> and my human, yeah, my human that I live with is now sleeping, so now I must sleep. I don't know how she does it. She seems to function very highly with the amount of sleep that she gets. Um, so that, I think that that can be sometimes, sometimes it'll be like, she'll want to begin the engagement and I'm like, ah, I was literally just about to roll over and go to bed, <laughs> which I think is a little bit of a role reversal from what people, the, the stereotype is, right? Um, but I think that 
having one kid out of the house and just having one left who, I mean, Shepard, you know, he's 15. He's half the time when I'm going to bed, I don't know where he's at without like looking at my, like finding him on my mm. location finder or whatever, you know. But I think that that has increased our frequency because it can be like, oh, it's eight o'clock and we're the only two people in this house. Oh, yeah, I'm not at that point. And so I think that that, so I'm actually anticipating that in four years when he's gone and we're empty nesters, I actually think that our frequency will take another another boost. Because it'll be like we'll be on vacation all the time. I'm I'm sure we'll find out that we're wrong about that, but I'm really hopeful too. I'm feeling I'm feeling that. Hey, uh, we've got to promote the Golden Tea Mythicality. We need to do that. Yes, we're doing the Golden Tea Mythicality. Uh, it's officially here now through September 29th. Um, all you got to do is go to mythical.com, secure your very own shiny tea. And now remember, this works the same way that it works every year, but we've got new prizes this year. So. Everybody gets this shiny tea, but three people get a special different color shiny tea. So the golden tea, you get that gold tea, you get $24,000 in cash because it's season 24 of Good Mythical Morning. That's crazy. If you get the orange tea, you get a virtual taste test with us where we sit down. Hang out we, with we you. We send you food. some food. We have the same food. We both eat it. We talk. We hang out and we chill for a while. If you get the blue tea... You get $2,400 in uh, credit at the Mythical store where you can go and probably buy everything that we're selling. <laughs> at, at, yeah, at, probably at, at least. Um, so, again, go to mythical.com to enter the 2023 Golden Tea of Mythicality giveaway for a chance to win one of those incredible prizes. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Visit mythical.com for details. Yeah. Uh, also, we want to make sure we've been re- trying to remember to ask you to do this. But we keep forgetting. Uh, listen, if you like your biscuits, uh, first of all, thank you for liking it. Thank you for listening. The main thing you can do is just continue listening, continue telling people about it. But something that is very helpful is rating and reviewing on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. You know, it does things to the algorithm. It gets the podcast to be shown to more people so we can bring more ear biscuiteers along for the Please ride. review this podcast. As a favor to us. More people can hear us talk about sex. Ear Biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with an AC Pro. Let's let's click on a uh, a voicemail. Hey, Red and Link, it's September, and so I wanted to suggest a topic or actually ask you all a question. So why is it that in the year of our Lord, 2023, or whatever Lord you believe in, that adult toy shops or sex shops still feel so skeevy and like they're trapped in the 80s? They always smell weird. The displays always feel like a blast from the past in a bad way. The DVDs look like they were made in the 1980s still. 
everything about them just makes you feel terrible walking in them. So Mm -hmm. why are they still like that? Are the stores like that in L.A.? And yeah, so y'all could explore that. That'd be great. You remember that store we went into? I can't believe they still exist at all because of the Internet. Well, but yeah, but you can't touch a dildo on the Internet. No. You know what I mean? So I think the uh, with and a you lot can't of, return them. I guess I think a lot of this stuff you need to you need to see in person. Oh, you you, be, you can't return them at stores either. Just so you just so oh, you know, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, you can't. Like, but you can look at them before you buy them. True. And a lot of people are not great. Kind of pick it up. And a lot of people are not great with numbers. So somebody like me, like, I'm going to get an eight inch dildo, mm. and then they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> or a 13 minute. Quickie. I wasn't expecting it to be that big. <laughs> uh, so I think that. Um, that's 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 the reason they exist because it's the same reason that like clothing stores still exist because sometimes you need to try. I mean, you don't try it on, I guess, but you know what I'm saying. You need to get into the same room with it. But I haven't remember, been to one recently. You remember the one that we went to? We probably told this story at some time. Um, the first time, the first time we went into an adult store in Charleston. We went into an adult store more recently, maybe while traveling, while touring, or something, and it felt like the Apple Store of um, sex stores. Do you remember that place? I, I was in there? Yeah. You were in there. You went in there with me. I just remember thinking, this feels like an Urban Outfitters or so something. We, it was apparently, there are those. I went in one. And I assume Urban. that those exist in LA, but I do, I am good with numbers. So, um, when, when you tell me how long something is, I can picture it. Okay. Uh, so I do most of my toy ordering online. Yeah, I, I do my ordering online because it. Yeah, because even if I have not found and rem, I don't remember that shop, and I have not. Surely there's found like a one. really awesome like. There's gotta be, but like like high end sex shop in L.A. Do you guys know about any? Wheezy. Uh, Pleasure Chest is a pretty good one. It's where, pretty. It's pretty open. That? That's in Hollywood. Um, there's also actually, they opened one in North Hollywood as well. So if you're in the Valley. But does it still have the, does it still have the skeezy vibes? Because I didn't, I don't think so. I think those ones open, it's like brightly colored. Uh, there are, you're going to find the skeevy ones around the ones that have most of like the lingerie in the front. Well, like there's one in Pasadena right on Colorado, which is like such a quaint little, and even that one, like the mannequins with the. Really like the barrier to ex- entry ex- is high. Extreme lingerie, the kind of stuff it's not that you inviting. feel like if you got young kids, you kind of like don't want them to look into the window kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah, like it just feels like it wouldn't be hard to take a slight left turn, and all of a sudden your business would just go through the roof. Because the people who just like want, a ball pit for the kids, the people who who want the what are those balls made out people of? People who who want the the most extreme stuff. Well, that's still inside. It's in the back, man. You know. Yeah. But, like, you don't have to feel right. weird at all about just walking in this place. It just feels like more sex shops should be taking that. Yeah, I just, I just think the margins aren't high enough, and they already exist, and they can't afford to, like, revamp their whole thing. Okay. I think it's, this is just an economics answer, unfortunately. But it, of things that you can sell at a sex shop, what could you put in the window that would make it, I mean, come to think of it, like, first of all, you're like, come to think of it, which... By the way, that's a great name for a sex shop. Come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you know. Think to come of think, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll workshop it. But of the things <laughs> that you could put in the window, you're, you start with mannequins because 
that's just what you do, and this is what the window, they're tall windows, it seems like what you should do, and then you're like, well, let's put Right, because you're not going to put the dildos in the window. You can't put the dildos in the window. And if you're just putting lubes in a window, yeah. it's just like, what? So toys and stuff don't make sense. I understand where they're going. I just think you don't have windows. Well, no, but then how do people know, how do people know it's a sex shop? I think they could do a display with the mannequins and then like the lingerie and like feather boas and then there's like subtle things like a little feather mm -hmm. duster, little crop, uh -huh. something yeah. subtle where you're like, a little oh, tasteful. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. this is not Victoria's Secret. Yeah, this is yeah, Victoria's yeah. open secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't. I would love been to fix their display windows. I would, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I volunteer okay, if anyone Jenna's wants a display window fix. <laughs> Let's go to another one because I don't, you know, come to think of it, it ain't getting better than that. <laughs> hey, Rhett and Link, huge fans, first time caller. Um, so I just turned 40 years old, uh, okay. been married for 15 years, and um, real simple question, delicate situation, I guess, I don't know. Um, so I like to uh, keep my pubes nice and trimmed. My wife appreciates it. You know, she's willing to uh, visit the garden if the weeds are taken care of. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, so I like to keep those nice and trim, but I also like to uh, fully shave my balls. I think it looks good, feels good. Um, but I, like I said, I just turned 40. So how old is too old to keep um, manscaping, I guess? At what age do you finally just uh, let it go? Um so just a question for you guys, looking for some answers, and uh, appreciate all you guys do. Thanks. First of all, buddy, you, do, you Never. don't stop. Never. It's, that's like saying... It's addictive, I'll tell you've you. You've been pulling the weeds all these years, and then the next thing you know, like this year you're not pulling the weeds. You're going right. to... you ever seen if, one of those old professor's eyebrows? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what's going to happen Look like antlers. There. You don't know how coily that stuff's going to be. It might poke our eye out when she's down there in the garden. You might you might lose your wiener entirely. <laughs> it might wrap around it and suffocate it. Yeah, you know, you don't want you don't <laughs> you don't want that to happen, do you? Um Now, I will say I don't um I don't keep a you know how like some people's lawns are all like if you show up at a certain person's house, their lawn always looks exactly the same. And then there's other people that you know that like sometimes you show up at a party and you're like, damn, y'all's lawn looks great. And then like you show up around Christmas and you're like, y'all need to cut the grass. Yeah. I'm sort of the second scenario. Mostly because I just feel like it's a little dynamic. Sometimes I look like somebody <laughs> who may have come from a different era. You know what I mean? Okay. And sometimes I look like somebody from the Some, future. <laughs> sometimes you're Grizzly Adams. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you're I'm Zorg. from the past, and sometimes I'm from the future, and sometimes I'm right now ready to go. What well, do you do? I, I talked about this on Good Mythical Evening. You know, in the, in the aftermath of them ripping off the plaster mold of my ass cheeks. Which was all your fault, by the way. Um, and all the hair that they ripped off. You know, what happened was I came, I, w I was strutting around and... Christy noticed that, like, you're walking like, a little faster. She, she, there's no wind resistance. She was like, Your cheeks are so smooth. What happened? And I told her. And then I was like, Oh, because she noticed. Well, clearly, I was it's like, an well, upgrade. That's, that's an up. Obviously, you know, I, 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 it's not that I, I, I just hadn't thought that she noticed. So then I was like, well, Shit, because she notices, I'm going to, I'm going to get those manscaped clippers. 
Yeah. Not a sponsor. Should be, though, because I've got them and have used them for years. Boy, I'm a fan. Come on, let's have a conversation, Manscaped. I love Manscaped with a D. Manscaped. Uh, Past tense. I love what you're doing to me. Because uh, you said that you had that and you had everything had been like trimmed all the way down. And um, so then I got one. And then I started to trim it on, trim it all the way down. By the time Good Mythical Evening happened, it was like I was just getting used to it. And I, I'm pretty good at keeping everything down, down all the way. It like it oh, trims really oh, close. Oh, oh, oh. Now this guy talked about shaving his balls with like a razor. He's I think I don't think he's I don't I mean if he's doing I that, hope you're using I clippers. think he's talking about what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like clippers, like ee, but like without a level, but you gotta get ones that aren't gonna be well, like, but listen Nicky Nicky Nicky. What about you said all the way down the pubic region. What are you talk what do you when you say all the way down, what everything everywhere. You're bald. Yes. Okay. And I'm enjoying it. So this is the thing. Every, not, it is not uncommon that once I start, I think every time I start, like if I'm, if it's a little overgrown, you know, we're talking about like, I've been on vacation and I forgot to pay the boy to cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> the boy? <laughs> yes. You know, you pay some boy to cut the grass, a neighbor's yeah. kid. Uh, just to be clear, there is no boy involved in this process. <laughs> That's what I wanted to make sure. It was an analogy about grass cutting, okay? Neighborhood grass cutting. Well, you don't want to forget right before vacation. That is the worst time to forget, my friend. Uh, yeah, okay. The, the bad analogy, sorry. When I haven't cut it, in, well, cut it, when I haven't trimmed it in a while, and I break out those Manscaped clippers, which, boy, they're wonderful. Wish they were a sponsor. Um, I always think that I'm going to do something... Like, okay, I want to still have some presence above it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I want it to be like trim, flattering, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can work. But I always end up going all the way. Yeah. It's, it's, you just, something, once you, because right. it's just like shaving your sideburns, you know, in, in high school. Yeah, you we, we had right, sideburns left, and you right. try to keep it even. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you're like, guile <laughs> from street fighter. Like, it just goes yeah. straight across the middle My of your... My balls look like guile. <laughs> uh, and I got to say, I enjoy it, but then... It Give a feels, little Hadouken. It feels really like um, you feel smooth and quick, and and I, you feel like a sexual energy, I think. Yes, yeah, so there's an energy to it. But then it, but then it slowly grows back, and so I gotta, I gotta feel. I it's feel like a I need a, I need a happy medium. I will say the thing about the butt hair, though. You can also. F what about it? So, I trimmed my butt hair, and I didn't have a whole lot. But of course, I'm like any man. I've got crack hair. Great. Not a lot of cheek hair, but I knew that that mold that Chase was going to be painting on my ass was going to go into the crack. So I I, I, I trimmed everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wear, you know, a boxer brief. Me too. Like a, a MeUndies or whatever. Yep. And what I noticed is that I didn't have a lot of hair in my ass, but I had enough hair <laughs> to keep my underwear from going on my ass crack. That... That doesn't happen to me, but it does. I have felt a little, a little. It's a little. It can get a little more sticky, 
Right. I was just like, hold on, what's happening? I feel like I'm having to pick my underwear like during the middle huh. of the day. So I kind of feel like I need a little barrier, just a little bit. Yeah, I'm. It doesn't take much. Right. You know, I'm. I'm still. I'm still on team going all the way, but it does take an adjustment. There's an adjustment period. Maybe I got to get a different kind of underwear. To figuring it out. Now there's this other thing called a noom. I think it's called a noom. We have this too. It's like. Oh, it's like a Roomba. You just put it. It's a robot that you put on your it, balls. It, and it just runs around by itself. It flashes this light and it kills your hair follicles if you oh, use it well, enough. I'm not doing that. And they say you can use it anyway. I just haven't had my balls aren't even like I don't. I'm I got a vasectomy and I'm still I can't bring myself to like light shock my actual balls. I don't think you, I don't I wouldn't but, mess with that, bro. But oh, I've been using it. I've been using it in other places. I've been using it on my butt cheeks. Is this like the electrolysis thing your grandma had in, the, in that out, that room in her house? No, no, no. That was a. That was you would stick a follicle. needle down into each follicle. Yes. So in that way, yes. So yeah, it is the same. It, but it kills just, the but follicle. It, but it sends the current down the hair. It's no stem. current. It is a. It's a. It's a handheld device that you just you put on your skin over where the you want the hair to not grow anymore, and then it it it's like a flash of a camera, and it's kind of it kind of stings a little bit. And there's seven levels to it. And I've been using that. What's thing. it called? I think it's called a nude. N -O -O nude. N O O D. Not in. Yeah. Yeah, because the noom is like a weight loss thing. So N O O D. I've been using this thing. How'd you know about this? Um, Christy well, first bought of all, it. they Christy sell bought all it. kinds of stuff. They sell this. They sell a bra for women that's just pasties. That. That that's a that. that's booby tape, man. Well, hold on, but yeah, but it sort of caught me off guard. It's great. That's the same thing? Where's the... The machine? I saw the machine. Oh, Try Nude. Oh, hold on. oh there's a lovenude.com and a Try Nude. Well, there's a lawsuit going here. Yeah, this is it. Try nude there's two people there trying is. to do nude things. The Flasher 2.0, that's what I have. Somebody didn't get a trademark. I, I'm using it on my ass cheeks. I'm using it on the top of my feet because I don't like hair on my toes and the top of my feet. I got this. I got this place where, look, you can see it right there. I've got hair that grows on my wrist, on the inside of my wrist, and I don't like it. So this one place right here, I zap, and you can tell right now that it's like there's a little bit of. It's not. But what if yet, you want your hair it's, back? It's what if it comes in fashion? Too late. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. Hairy ass trend. Well, yeah, I'm. A, I'm at risk of not being on that <laughs> I train. Would, I would do it on my napes. My right. I've started doing it on my napes because I'm a. I get addicted to all this stuff. Once I start removing hair, you know, when I started trimming my, I started trimming my leg hair, and like nobody understands that, but like yeah, I don't know, feel I feel like it makes me feel happy, and it makes it me feel like. Are you? You're not going any lower, are you? No. Okay, good. I'm actually trimming my leg hair less now that everything under the underwear is totally gone, and I'm permanently removing the hair off of my Where, feet. Where'd you hear about this, Boy's Life magazine? <laughs> Christy bought one, and then I just saw it, and she never opened it. Oh, she got one, and she didn't use it. She got it and hasn't used it. I was like, well, I'm going to use this, and I'm going to show you that you need to use it. And you 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 can use it on, like, your bikini line and stuff like that. That's what the, is happening. But, like, I've seen ads for guys talking about removing the hair off their balls with this thing, and I'm going to get there. Um, I don't know that okay. I want to do that to my 
my bush, though. No, dude, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. I, you need to have a, you, you got to have the ability to have a bush. You never know what's going to happen. But I think I'm going to manscape forever. Yeah, back to the question at hand. Do not stop. Do not stop. It's fun. It's great. It's um. It's exciting. It makes, uh, you, makes you feel like a pornographic, you know, star. Yeah. Ear Biscuits is supported by DoorDash. I'm keeping less alcoholic beverages in my house um, lately. I'm kind of on that swing of the pendulum. Okay. But I will say, there's times when when you want to crack open. An adult beverage. Yes, it happens. Sometimes amongst friends, sometimes alone. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I, wanna get into the details. I recommend with friends. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol deliveries with DoorDash. Whether you're hosting, sending a congratulatory gift, or just staying in to chill with a cold one, DoorDash is an easy call. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. They have it all, beer, wine, mixers, and for those that don't drink, mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code EAR. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening, any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Ear Biscuits is supported by the Farmer's Dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them. And if you're Barbara, you will like <laughs> seek it out off of tables, counters. That, that woman is crazy, <laughs> uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, so it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, a thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls makes sense. Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. The meals arrive pre-portioned and in ready-to-serve packs delivered on your schedule. Millions of meals have been ordered across the country. We've been partnering with the Farmer's Dog for a few years now and they really are as good as they say. It really has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash ear. Uh, ben Barker, he, uh, he well, will. I will say that his Twitter, his Twitter handle is DB Longdong. Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> didn't see that. Probably means it's not that long. Yeah. How has getting your tubes snipped affected your libido and performance, if any? Well, I guess they are tubes. So it doesn't have any any effect on either of those things. Um, you it's know. had the biggest effect. We, we I mean, we, use, I used condoms so, before so I got we were, a vasectomy. Yeah, I, I, our wives, neither of our wives were ever on birth control, interestingly, long story. Um, and so we were, we did, we wore condoms. And so I would say that. Yeah. If, I Talk would about say, freedom! I'd say it, it upped. It didn't up performance to begin with. No. For obvious reasons, right? No. Um, in fact. But it up sensation. What I will say, I don't, do you ever do this? Uh, okay, so there there are times. Use a fruit roll-up as a condom, yeah, no. 
No, there are still times, and I would. This is very infrequent, but it happens maybe a few times a year, where for whatever reason, uh, Jesse don't want to get so messy, if you know what I mean. And uh, so I have a bag of condoms. Really? Yep, I have a bag of condoms for this purpose. Well, to, I mean, again, if it's that quickie and she's doing it just for you, maybe that is that's, a that's a perfect example. Is that a hand in hand? Uh, I don't do it in the hand. Okay. Um, so, yeah, God doesn't like that. <laughs> okay. I never spill my seed because of Laban. What was his name? In the... I think Hey, a right. dude spilled his seed in the Bible, and he got struck down, y'all. <laughs> you got to watch that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have these condoms, and sometimes hmm. I'll be like, you know. It just literally has a jizz catcher. Yeah, yeah, but it makes you it makes it easier to last longer because there's a barrier there. Yeah. Because hmm. it does it does impact the um hmm. the sensation a little bit. I mean the, 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 Have you ever tried some of that um like you use that desensitizing? I've never tried I haven't I yeah, I have and uh I just that ain't for me, man. It it goes too too desensitized? Uh, yeah. Like, like, I can't feel my dick at all. You got to kind of like, I, first of all, there's just something about like stopping and applying something. I don't know what it is. It's just, but like, yeah, I think, I think I maybe tried it twice just to see what would happen. Um, but it was like one time it was too much, too much. And it was just like, this is like, I can't, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't tried it. But what well, if you don't have a need to try it? But the, mm. but you use a condom sometimes. For, you have a bag of condoms. I think every man needs a bag of condoms. I mean, just for that, huh? Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes if we're if if we're uh, you know if we are in the window so to speak. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, she's on her period. Yeah. Uh, that is a good time for that. Um, That's a good point. And, uh, huh. yeah, but I would say if you need help with that, so it hasn't, in, it hasn't impacted performance, but I would say that once you begin having this, you know, unsheathed sex. Boy, it is, it's superior. I, at that point, I think that you can't, well, be careful now. It's, I mean, men need, need to be wearing condoms, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're okay. we're in a long term monogamous relationship. Ejaculate responsibly, boys. But I will say, men, yeah. please go get vasectomies. Uh, for the most part, they are are reversible. So if you are concerned, why not just get a vasectomy? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just, I don't, how reversible? Very, for, like pretty, like the the percentage is high for she's reversibility. Got, she's got to fish. You got to fish out the. All right, I'll both fish in, out. Yeah, both, both both ends of the tube. Right, I want. I want. All, and then they I want all the men it. to get vasectomies, and then when they feel financially and emotionally responsible, <laughs> yeah. then they can get. But but what I, I found is that the you once you have the unsheathed sex on a regular basis, you can actually kind of focus on like becoming a better performer. Again, that like for me with my tendency to want to rush things, it's like yeah, that has that has have to it's a it's a very it's a mental thing where I really have to commit. Um, right. 
Yeah, you got to make the decision. You got you got to switch things up. I think we talked about that last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the key. All right, success rate is 60 to 95% depending on how many years you have had the vasectomy. Okay, okay, all right. In, in my monogamous, no longer wanting kids situation, it was it was a no-brainer. You know, especially when I realized we could make a video about it and it would be f funny. Well, and it's such a it's such a low, um, especially in the situation that we're in, where it's just like there's no we don't want to ever reverse it. Um, it's such a small sacrifice for the man when the woman has, has been carrying like ninety nine or one hundred percent of the burden related to reproduction, right? Right. Uh, so it's very easy to be like, well, I'm just going to do this thing that hurt me for a weekend. I put some peas on my ball sack and I was and watched some movies right, and I was right. okay. It was no big deal. And, but you've got, you know, the birth control measures for women are much more, uh, uh, impactful mm. and burdensome, right? So you're talking yeah. about like an IED or I, what is it? It's a IUD. I, IUD. IUD. <laughs> even, even the pill. You know, like the reason that Jesse didn't use it, well, the reason we didn't use it originally is because we were super, super conservative evangelical Christians and we thought right. that the pill could prevent implantation and cause an abortion. And so even the very, very small chance of a fertilized egg not being implanted, we would see that as abortion. And so we were against it at the time. It's changed my view on that since. But then uh, Jesse realized that she has a propensity to blood clotting uh, oh, uh, which, you know, it can contribute to that. So it's just these measures can be really burdensome for women. So, I mean, f at, at least, I'm, you know, these dudes who are like, I'm not going to wear a condom because it doesn't feel good. It's like that whole mentality is just so fucked up. And then the yeah. and then not being willing to get a vasectomy because you don't understand what is actually happening. Which yeah, is, you that, still, that tends to be the case that I... It, you still have a full load. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not full of sperm. It's a spermless, but it, it it's seems... Semen. It seems semen. no different. It looks exactly load. the same. It feels exactly the same. Yeah. Because your sperm is a minuscule percentage of your semen load. It didn't change that part of the experience at all. Yeah. Like, I'd noticed no difference in an orgasm or the jizz or... It not, I noticed no difference. Yeah. Here's a voicemail. Hi, Rhett and Link. My name is Amber Lynn, and I have a question for your upcoming September podcast. I was wondering if you could give us the most loquacious and adjective-filled description of the male orgasm that you can. Oh. Thank you very much. Love Good you guys. Bye-bye. I wish I, <laughs> wish I had known that was what was going oh, to be right. asked. The most loquacious... Um, description of the orgasm i feel like and i mean it's like it's it's, it's it's you know it's like colonel sanders with his with his pressure cooker you th you know you got the chicken bone in the in that thing and boy it's getting hot and boy the the way that the it's just like the pressure just builds up to the point where it's just Colonel like Sanders. back up because Colonel Sanders lids about to pop off and it's just you know it can blow you back blow you back and it can get greasy 
I think that's, that's what it is. That's pretty good. I mean. You're missing the best. Finger licking good. Right <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. You missed the slogan. <laughs> it's finger licking good. You missed the slogan. It's finger licking good. Uh, I'll, 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 11th finger licking good. I'll give you a. Uh, I'll Thank give you, you a loquacious description of um, the first time I ever uh, orgasmed by my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, I mean, this is exactly the way I thought about it the next day. It was like an itch that I could not stop scratching. <laughs> that felt so good. <laughs> And only felt better and better and better the more I scratched. Yeah. Until the point that it felt like the whole of the universe had descended onto my groin. Yeah. And needed to, like, it's like a star was being born. <laughs> it, wow. You know what I'm saying? It was like, what? Supernova. I don't know how stars happen. Uh, but you know how it but feels I was, for it to happen. Well, I was thinking about a black hole <laughs> at the time, and I know they're related yeah. somehow. And I, I just remember, first of all, I remember thinking that I had broken my dick um, because I did not, I had not been well-educated uh, about this. But, yeah, that's how I thought about it was just like a uh, – and I often wonder, like, how does it, you know – because they say, they say that if uh, if you've got a clitoris – that uh, just the the number of nerve endings and stuff and the way it's oriented or whatever. I just remember somebody like I, like I heard like a doctor on yeah. Oprah say when I was a kid like a woman enjoys orgasm five times as much as a man, and I was like, okay, I don't know how you know that, but if that's true, if a woman enjoys it more than I enjoy it, it's like good for y'all. Well, the that's thing got, that's the, gotta be the thing is a female orgasm. I am jealous. I'm jealous because it, like, it lasts. It lasts. There's like, there's like a plateau, and it's like the difference between like a Rocky Mountain and like a like a whole plateau. You, you could, and depending on all the factors, you can you could build a little town up there on that plateau. Right. Yeah. You know, a waterfall. It, it can be sustained. <laughs> right. But like, it's all of it is just like build up, build up, build up, like water in the garden hose and you pinch the end of it and then that and it's just like more pressure more pressure until it's just like it's it's gonna blow and then like somebody cut the pressure off it's like, oh somebody cut the pressure off no it's anybody like no, they I'm took saying, the kink out of the hose no i'm saying for a man it's for like, a man yeah, you, just, like, you take the kink out of the hose and then somebody cut the water off but jenna you were about to say something i yeah just to clarify with the the clitoris and sensitivity and enjoyment it's not necessarily enjoyment it's that we have more nerve endings there than like five than in the times, head of a penis five, five times the nerve endings in the clitoris than the head of the penis so like right. whatever you're doing with the penis divide that by 5 that's what you should be doing with the clitoris and that's kind of where you start mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay mm -hmm. And then it's the enjoyment, more, yes, the enjoyment is uh, and um, orgasm lasts much longer for women as well. Right, and you can have so many more. Yeah, you can yeah. like ride mm -hmm. one right into the next one. Yeah, yep. oh, it's crazy. Right, 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 right. right. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's like it's so easy for us. I mean, there's a lot more work, but like, <laughs> I actually think it's just this great cosmic analogy. You know, it's like the way that it works. It's like for someone with a penis, it's just like. 
doesn't take much. It's going to be fun, but it's going to be over real quick. But the investment in the in the entire situation with a vagina and clitoris and everything that goes along with it, mm-hmm. but then the reward is is more is longer and and you can enjoy it for longer. So it's kind of like I don't know. It's like this, you know. I mean, you can be analogy. on the edge. You can be on the edge of ejaculation for you for. You know, you can surf that line and stay just below it. And it's like, that's very pleasurable, but it's just, but it, but there is a sensation of it being like, you, you know, you're on the verge of an explosion. It's, and it's not, it's kind of like running from a thief, though. Yeah. Or, you know, or running from somebody who's trying to mug you. It's like, it, you, it's, it's, it's not, not the, that enjoyable. It is not the thing. <laughs> it's not what you in that right. moment. It's not you're not running. What, my impression uh, with the only woman that I've had a, a sexual experience with is that she's running towards something very, very hard and uh, and completely unabashedly for an extremely long period of time. Where I'm like, I get really close to the edge. I'm like, I gotta turn around. I want to jump, but I gotta stay on this ledge. And then you get up to the, oh, I gotta run him back. I gotta run back. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's like the difference. But she seems like, like she's having even more fun. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. I, you look at my face, and I'm concentrating. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. What is it? He's doing that guy's doing math. Right, he's solving problems right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the she eyes will roll like back in the head, but then they, doing the eyes roll back, but they do one rotation. And then they're back. I can yeah. see again. You know, <laughs> they don't disappear for like, man. I just wish they could disappear for, you know, you know, thirteen minutes, a quickie. Yeah, yeah, just thirteen minutes. <laughs> so there it is. Our best description of the male orgasm is that it's it's just subpar to the female orgasm, in my opinion. But we that we have nothing to compare to except our own. We have nothing yeah. to compare it to. Uh, I mean, uh, it's still the greatest feeling and uh, that I've ever felt. I think, yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't think of it. Yeah, it's not nothing is. Nothing. I've heard people say better than sex about a number of things. And you know how much I like to eat, man. But yeah, there's I no ne- way. I never had a burger that got close to sex, and I love to eat. You know. No, so. I'm not. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, what else would be another candidate for? What else do people say better than sex? For? Well, some people who, I mean, some people who, and this is not <laughs> obviously don't do this, but people who have tried heroin and stuff like that, like drugs that are hard drugs that like send you yeah. way over the top that are highly addictive. Okay, yeah, those people will get into a place where they're like, this is better than sex mm-hmm. because it's doing something to your brain that it was definitely not designed to have happened to it. I, I definitely don't want to find that out, so uh, no, nope. no plans to try that. Uh, Liam, goat felons, ask a technical question. Uh, does oral sex count as sex? My roommates used to get into full-blown debates about this. Full-blown? <laughs> um, well, Liam, according to who, I guess, is the wow. question. Because, again, this, this question is most often asked in the context of like a religious argument is like how far is too far? Yes. Like, okay. Well, God in His wisdom has determined that. Um, okay, if you if you touch the nipple, it's you know that's uh, that gets this score in sin, and right. then if you and then if but if you have sex, that's 
that goes over the over the limit. Of course, I don't believe that that's how the universe works. So I, yeah. I think that oral sex counts as oral sex. Yeah, I think they're. You know what I'm saying? Oral sex is oral. What do you mean? It's count a different as sex. It's a different thing. Count according to who? I guess it's like if you're saying that like if you've had oral sex but you haven't had intercourse, are you a, are you still a virgin? Again, the concept of virginity is also based in this religious framework. Yeah, it's kind of a bullshit concept. Construct. Right? It's a construct. It's, it's an idea that a group of people who believe a certain thing about the world have agreed upon but is it it doesn't your, your status is not changed because you have had sex or not had sex there's not so um oral sex is a certain thing that involves the mouth and a sexual organ and then intercourse is when the sex <laughs> the genitalia are involved yeah so yeah, like, thank you, know, you you know what i'm saying so it's like I don't. Under, I guess I don't understand the premise of the question. Is difficult for me to understand if it's not based in a particular moral framework. I think it matters most about what it what it means to the you know the person you're doing it with and being on the same page about right. the, like the all the implications emotional. Yeah. The only know. thing I'm sure of is if you spill your seed, God will strike you down. <laughs> okay. What what. I, I, just, I still don't You recall. don't remember this? I, I do remember the phrase and even the name Laban, but I don't remember the story. I don't I don't think it was Laban. It may have been Laban. I gotta look this up now. Okay, so now you're Googling what? Bible spill seed. Meaning? Death. Onan. Onan. But Onan knew, this is uh, Genesis 38. This is the NIV. Uh, but Onan knew that the offspring would not be his, so wherever he lay with his, whenever he lay with his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground. He pulled out. To keep from producing offspring for his brother. What he did was wicked in the Lord's sight, so he put him to death also. So maybe this is only if you're having sex with your brother's wife. So I don't know how it right. works. Uh, don't have any experience with that personally. So, uh, may not have been the same part at I'll, all. Let me just take it all back. If you're having sex, the only thing I'm sure of when it comes to this is that if you're having sex with your brother's wife and you spill your seed, God will kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would like I'm to not think sure about, about anything else. That a quickie is 13 minutes. I just don't know what 13 minutes is or eight inches, honestly. I don't really give a shit. Um, you know what? Get, I, can, I can come quick and I can take a long time and, it, and it's none of your business. But I sure the hell have been talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, none of, it's none of your business, but we've been talking about our sex lives very openly. Oh, so that I think that brings to a close sex temper. Yeah. Hey, man. This has been. This has. Hey, been man. A, it's been a fun one. Hey, man. I feel like we've learned a lot. Uh, I will say that um, we didn't bring any experts in this year. You know, people who actually have studied these things. Um, so. Again, if there's a gap you want us to fill, right. let us know. Uh, well, hashtag Ear Biscuits say. or uh, leave us a voicemail with how you're processing all this. 1 888 EarPod 1. Speaking of people that you should listen to about things, experts, I have a recommendation. Somebody I actually discovered this morning. This morning. I, uh, I have a huge respect for good science communicators, right? I, this is. 
this is something I'm sort of into, my niche. My wife always laughs at me as I like to watch things that are technical while I work out. <laughs> okay. um, but I found uh, Debunk the Funk with Dr. Wilson. YouTube channel, Dr. Dan Wilson, I think, is his name. He is a molecular biologist who um, basically... He took it upon himself in 2020 to begin addressing all the misinformation uh, related to the pandemic. And I just love the way that he communicates. And I know in many ways, we feel like we're kind of past, the, we're definitely past the darkest days of the pandemic. But it's funny how I don't think we've yet recovered from what happened to us in the way that uh, people consume information and what we can agree on and boy howdy when the next pandemic comes we're going to be in for it because this one didn't go well um but hmm. it's great having a voice like his that if you hear something on really popular podcasts for instance about debunk the funk about vaccines or covid or whatever oh uh, what, what podcast is that yeah might, <laughs> i don't know what podcast i'm talking about uh you you might be led to believe certain things about these matters that are not based in fact and i think that he does a really really good job of breaking it down in very simple terms and communicating in a way that anyone can understand but pointing to resources that uh he and other people like him have actually studied so debunk the funk with dr wilson great science channel on youtube check him out okay Talk to you next week. Oh, and also want to remind you uh, that my first single off of this phase of my music, James and the Shame, uh, off the EP that's coming in November, dropped on Friday. It's called Nothing Left to Love, which is also the, just a title track. I'm starting with the title track because why not? Why not? Uh, so check it out wherever you stream your music. Hey, guys. Um, I'm a 25-year-old woman. I live in a large apartment complex in New York City. Um, and I sometimes feel compromised, especially when I'm listening to September, because um, the walls are thin here. And I'm just just putting myself in the position of one of my neighbors um, and imagining what they're thinking when they get a little blip of what's going on in Ear Biscuits. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. Love you guys so much. Um, thanks for everything you do. 